Shalom Ubrahu, we are up to Vamazdaf, Lamid Zayin. Today's Daf talks about a case where a couple has to separate, but what happens if he's a Kayan? If he has to give her a get or do Khalita, then she won't be able to remarry him. We also talk about what's considered rave of births, being nine months or seven months. We have Mechlaikas. What's the din of a Suffolk Mamzer? If you can't can be a Suffolk Mamzer, can they marry a Vade Mamzer? Is a Suffolk Mamzer the same as a Vadai? And then towards the end we discuss splitting a Yerusha with a child who was Besafik born from the first marriage or from after with the y- y- with the Yevamos. We begin with Rashi telling of Hoishia Bredurvidi. There Shimon Bring Amliel holds in a Mishnah. He tells us that anybody who waits 30 days and this child that was born survives 30 days, this kid is no longer a nafel. With an animal, it's only 8 days. But if, it does, if the child does not survive 30 days, then this is a suffix. And one would not be allowed to do yivomos with this woman. They would have to do chalitza instead of yibom. We also learned that if the child dies within 30 days, and then instead of doing chalitza, she thought she had kids with that husband, so she's Mekadesh someone else. Ravina Mishmei says that if she is now Mekadesh to a Yisrael, she should go ahead and do Chalitza with one of the brothers, and then she should go. She could go marry the Yisrael after the Chalitza. But if she was just Mekadesh to a Koyen, she does not have to do the Chalitza because if she does, she will not be able to marry the Koyen because she'll become a Chalitza. Rav Masharshi says in the name of Rav, however, that either way, she has to do chalitza. Koyen or not a koyen, that does not make a difference. So Ravina tells Rav Masharshi, he's saying you have to do chalitza all the time. You're also quoting Rav, but Rav only passing that at night. The next morning, Rav changed his mind and said that if she is engaged to a koyen, she does not need to do chalitza. Rav Masharshi responds, what? You're muttering, pottering her from chalitza? You're also going to end up being, you should be pottering chalav. You can't let her get away without a chalitza. She didn't have children with the first brother. What about the case where someone marries a nursing woman or a pregnant woman? If she marries a koyen, do their abundance say that she has to divorce him and then not be able to remarry him since he's a koyen or not? Or they could stay remarried even though there's a takana against marrying a nursing or pregnant woman because it may damage the child. Rava answered, that case is different. Because over there, the Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, who say that even if this kid does not survive, even though they did not wait, this is still a valid child. But when it comes to Nisha's Kayan, since it would be impossible to remarry him, well, Paskin like the Rabbanan, but over here, who are we going to Paskin like if you go like a mayor? Ramirez says that they're not allowed to be remarried ever. They have to divorce and they cannot remarry. But if you go like the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan say that you need a get. So either way, you can't, she would not be able to remarry the Kayan. Next, the Gemara asks about a case of a husband that this man comes and is Mekadesh, a woman, within three months of her having been married, where she may be pregnant. But before they get the chance, he runs away. So this Machlech is of Acha and Raphram. One says that we put him in Cherim 
for marrying a woman within three months of her being married. And one says, no, the fact that he ran away shows that he was Mekadesher without any das of actually marrying her, of being together with her within those first three months. And Lamaisa, uh, the story happened like this. And Raphram Paskin, that since he had ran, run away, it showed that his intentions were Bashas Kedusha not to be with her for three months after she had been married. So there was no cherem. Now back in our Mishnah we had said, we spoke about a case where a child was a Suffolk, whether he was born at seven months from the first marriage or from nine months from this Yibo marriage. So Ravet tells Rav Nachman here in the Gemara, why don't we just go bust a Rav Nashim who give birth in the ninth month? Rav Nachman says, well, it happens to be in my family that the woman give birth in the seventh month. He says, yeah, but who cares about your family? We're talking about the Rav of the world. Rav Nachman explains, no, I'm saying that, yes, Rav Nashim give birth in the ninth month. Yes, but some give birth in the seventh. And even the ones who are born in the ninth month, the child is, you can tell that she's pregnant a third of the way into the pregnancy. Since this woman, why don't we look at this woman and see, look, she was not showing three months in. It must be that this is a nine-month baby from the second, ma- from the first marriage. Well, why don't we do this with every birth? See if she's showing three months in, before three months. Then you know she, that she's going to have a seventh-month baby. And you, you could say that she's Vada a seventh-month baby. Elamai, the Gemara, answers that this is not foolproof. Most women give birth in the ninth month. And of the women born in the ninth month, most show at a third of the way of the pregnancy. But that's a svex, that's a suffix, because it's a roiv of a roiv. Next, I mentioned I'd say that the first child born from this relationship, if the two brothers were kahanim, he kikamash be a kangodol, he's vadai kosher. But the second child is a mamzer misafik, because maybe the first child was from the first brother, in which case, Yibam was not a chiv, and the second child was born from this man marrying his sister-in-law, Eshesach. So what's the din of a suffolk mamzer? Rebeliezer ben Yaakov says, there's no such thing as a mamzer misafik. Tanakama says that the second one's mamzer misafik, but ben Yaakov says there's no such thing. There's two ways of understanding this machloikas. Abaye says, that Tanakama is saying that the first child can be a kind cardinal, and the second one, cannot marry even another mamzeres because he's a suffolk. While Rebeliezer comes in and says, no, when he says there's no such thing as a, as a suffolk mamzer, it means that he has the din of a vade mamzer and he can therefore marry a mamzeres. But Rav understands Machlekes differently. The Tanakhama is saying that, he, that the first child can be a Tanakh, a, a coin god, always perfect kosher. The second one is a mamzer vade misofik. Meaning, he can marry a mamzeres. And Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov argues with the Tanakhama, exactly the opposite as Abai's understanding. And Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov says that a mamzer misofik cannot marry a mamzeres. Avada mamzeres. What are they arguing about? What, what's Abai and Rava arguing about? They're arguing with Rabbi Yezer in the Mishnah who says that Avada can marry a vadai, but a sofik cannot marry a sofik or a vadai or another sofik. What's the, what child has the din of a suffolk? Someone who doesn't know who his father is. A child who was lost, they found him in the market. Or a child born from Kutim, who don't hold the Torah Shabbat Peh. Rav Yudah Marav says, Aloha is like Rav Lazar. But when they told this to Shmuel, he said, What, you telling me like Rav Lazar? 
that a Suffolk Mamsha can't get married? But Hillel said that there were ten people of different heritages that came from Bavel. There were Kahanim Levim Yisraelim Chalolim, Geirim, freed slaves, Mamzeirim, Gevoinim, who did Brismila in the times of Yeshua, the, the kids who don't know who their father is, the kids who are gathered from the markets, and the Kutim who don't hold, hold to her Shabbat and they're all allowed to get married. You see, even a Mamzer, even Sveikos can get married. And you telling me that we pass like a Velozo, that they can't? Gemara explains that Abayah holds it like Shmuel, who says that Dalach is like Hillel. He felt that Shmuel was right, but he passes like like Revelezo and Yaakov. So, in order so that they couldn't, that they wouldn't contradict, the halachas against each other. Rava holds like Rav, who says the halachas like Revelozo, and he also passes like Revelozo ben Yaakov. Everyone passes like Revelozo ben Yaakov because he was kind of inoki, like Rashi explains. He didn't speak very much, so when he did, they were always precise and we passing like him. Next, Abayi tells us. How do you know that according to Elizabeth Ben Yaakov, whenever there's a Suffolk Mamzer, we treat it like a Vadai? That he can marry Mamzeris. We have a Bryce that tells us what Elizabeth Ben Yaakov says. If someone marries a whole bunch of different women, he doesn't know which child is from which, they could all be marrying ancestrally, and the world will be filled with Mamzerim. And the Pasuk says, Zima. The world will be filled with Vada Mamzerim. However, Rava learns, no, it's saying it'll be filled with Zima. And Zima means Zu Mahi. What is this child? Sfeikos Mamzerim Misafik. Furthermore, Revelation Menachem says, one should not marry a woman in one city and then marry another woman in another city because maybe these women's children will meet and get married and then you'll have a, a brother marrying a sister. I we have a Rav who came to the city of Darudashir and he said, who wants to marry me for a couple of days? And Rabbi Nachman did the same thing in Shachnitziv. The Gemara explains that Arbonne were different because their children will know for sure who their father was, and therefore they will not marry a sibling. Uh, we have another issue with this story because Rava says that a woman must have Shivanakim before getting married because of the excitement of getting married. She might become a Nida. Gemara answers that the Rabbanon used to send messages beforehand to, know, to let people know that they were coming, so the woman would talk have their Shavanakim beforehand. Alternatively, they did not take their these women as wives. Either just for companionship, because uh, this one shot that maybe they were only taken as a Pelegesh, so the excitement of marriage would not make them an Ido. <coughs> Next, Rabbi Lozer ben Yaakov teaches us that one should not marry his wife Al-Das to divorce her. The Pasuk says, now, back to the Mishnah, we had said that a uh, Suffolk, a child born, we don't know whether he's from the 7th or 9th month, he's kosher. But the question is for Yerusha. If he shows up with the Yavam to collect the property, the Yerusha, of the dead brother, the Suffolk says, I'm his son, so I get the property. The Yavam says, no, you're my son. You were only born seven mo- at 7 months. Therefore, I get it all. This is Momen Amotu Basafik, and they divide it. In another case, the Gemara says, if the this Suffolk child, he's either the son of the Yavam or the son of the brother, and the sons of the Yavam himself come to divide the Nechassim of the mace, the Suffolk says, I was his son. 
The Bnei Yavim say, no, 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 you are our brother. Therefore, we should split it between us. So the Rabbanan told him, Rashi, so that this is like a Mishnah that, the, uh, that tells us that the Suffolk child, we're not sure whether he was born at seven or nine months, <coughs> he cannot be Irish from them, and they can't be Irish from him. But, but they can be Irish from him. L'chayri here, it's the exact opposite. Because over here, the Suffolk has the upper hand because he definitely gets either as the son of the mace or as one of the children. So they would need to prove it from him. The Gemara, however, says, Rav Mashashi answered, it's not the same case because over there, it was a Vadai versus a Suffolk. But over here, he's also a Suffolk. He doesn't know 100% whether he was born from the mace or from the yibum. If you do want to compare it to another case, there is a case, a Mishnah, that says, if this Suffolk child and the Yavam's children come to divide the Nechassim of the Yavam, the second brother who dies, because over there, the children of the Yavam are Vadoim, so they would tell this Suffolk, you bring a Raya, that you were born at seven months from the Yavam and not from the first brother, and then you could take a chalek of this Yerusha. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.